Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And the one and only Houston Nut joins us now. Good morning, Houston. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. How about you guys? Great. Going to be a, a big week for you. I alluded to it earlier. This Friday night, you're going into the uh, U of A Hall of Honor. Uh, you know, something probably should have been done a long time ago. I don't know why it took you this long to get in, but excited about that. And uh, also Thursday night, uh, the premiere of Resurgence. We talked about this last week and how cool of a documentary that uh, Hogs Plus has put out. And that's the only place you can get it is Hogs Plus. So going to be a big week for you. It is. It is. Well, very humbled about it and really looking forward to seeing a lot of former players that are going to be there. I've already had a lot of calls and uh, emails from a lot of guys that said they're going to be there, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to try my best to get by there myself, Houston. Uh, who else do you know off, off the top of your head? Who else is going with in with you? Any other names? How about Felix Jones? Oh, my gosh. That's Woo! outstanding. Woo! Well, that's how cool is that? Oh, that, that, that I'm so excited about that. Uh, to be right there standing next to that young man, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm pumped up. I was watching some film the other day because, obviously, we have DMAC now uh, on Thursdays, Houston. We have Houston and DMAC back-to-back days on uh, Morning uh, Mayhem. Uh, but watching how fast, you know, obviously you had the greatest player to ever play up there, make the argument, you know, Darren McFadden. But I'm telling you, Felix Jones averaged almost eight yards a carry, which I think is still the record, and it's one of the tops nationally. And uh, he was, you know, he just was overshadowed by by the great Darren McFadden. He was an unbelievable running back himself. He was so good, David. Uh, he had the ability to make the first guy miss, but, I mean, he was so quick. And I tell you, he was so good on kickoff returns. He was he was very patient, and he, he would really let the blocking take, take care of it, let everybody get one, and, boy, he'd hit a crease, and you could just see the speed, and, and there's nothing like speed. This, this guy – is an awesome teammate, too. That, that's what you love the most. He he was so unselfish. Both Darren and Felix were, of course, very good friends, but very rarely do you see uh, teammates that want to block for one another. Uh, they they love playing with one another, and they were just so unselfish, and they're just uh, – just great players. You know, he was when, you know, it was deceptive. I I don't think people realized how fast he was, almost like Matt Jones or two. You look at the film and go, he he's people have the angle on him. He still outruns him down the sideline for 70 yards. And it, it was sort of what we saw was Isaiah Satania uh, this weekend for Arkansas. You, you just see that kid. He's a track athlete. Obviously, he's, he's the fastest kid on the, on the team. And when you put that on the field, his feet just move faster and you can see it. He just moves fast. So all it takes is a crease, and he's going to get yardage. Speed is a beautiful thing. You know, we always do that. Speed is, you know, speed kills and all that. But uh, I, it's so true. And when you when you have a difference maker that you put the ball in their hands and you let them go, uh, it, it's just it's just fun to watch, and it, and it keeps you on the field. I mean, when you when you can move chains, and when you think a would be tackler, oh, he's going he's going to be down there and. And they got not. You took a bad angle. You took one. <laughs> that's a great feeling. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's great. He's going to be there, and I'm I'm glad so many of of your uh, players are going to be there. That'll be a, a special night for sure, uh, Hogs. That will be the second game. I was going to ask you too because you've been doing CBS for so long. When's the last time you've been in Fayetteville for a game? <laughs> this is going to be the first time. How about this, David? I've never been to a tailgate. I'm looking forward to that. Wow. A tailgate. Wow. Time. Hadn't been back uh, to Arkansas for a game because, you know, you know, for 12, 11 years, 
started the 12th year. I, I did a couple of shows in the previews for this season. And so this is going to be the first time uh, How about that, that I've been game so looking forward to it wow. you know you know it just hit me thinking about that i was thinking i know you'd been obviously in the, the the tv and i was trying to think how much you know and at the time when you were finished you know the last thing you probably needed, wanted to do was go up to fayetteville yeah. you know yeah. but it is you're gonna enjoy it i think uh you know you're gonna feel the love man i think you, you're gonna really enjoy it. and the good thing it's a good three deal. o'clock kickoff so you got all day to tailgate mm-hmm. and walk around and see the things that you didn't get to see now obviously you you were there as a student for a while and a coach and so but it's changed you know the world's changed. that campus has changed that that stadium has changed tailgating has changed so you're gonna really enjoy that you're so not that's gonna exciting. have a chance to do anything if you walk through there <laughs> it's gonna take you and uh, three hours to walk that's, 10 feet it's gonna be exciting. that'll be awesome though for the fans roger i'm trying to find some food i want to see who really can who really can tailgate okay. I, and i, I kind of judge by the tailgating because I, I would smell sometimes, you know, walking through the walk, I'd smell like, ooh. Walk <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that good is, for you. That is exciting. That's you won't good go stuff. hungry. I do want to thank Reed's Medals for sponsoring Houston yeah. uh, each week. Thanks to the, those fine folks um, at Reed's. Uh, did want to, uh, the first game, you know, Arkansas comes out, wins 56-13. to uh, only, only question marks. You see a lot of good things. Obviously, four different receivers catch touchdown passes. Uh, four different inter, uh, defensive players had interceptions. Didn't run the ball. As effectively and uh, didn't quite put as put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Things that you can correct, but uh, from what what was your perspective of of watching game one? Well, there's of course there's nothing like winning. That was your whole goal. Right. You want to be one enough. And so KJ Jefferson, when you have an experienced quarterback, uh, to me it gives you a leg up. So yep. Yep. I thought he was really good. When you look at look at some of the plays that he made, receivers as you mentioned look good. But that's the good thing about Coach uh, Coach Pittman now can go in that room uh, and probably started it on Sunday or whenever they first met back and said, "Hey, we we won the ball game. That, that was great. But here's what we're going to get better. Yep. Uh, we're we're going to get this running game better. We're going to do do these things better. And and to me, that's where uh, you you can you can get on and really coach hard about the things that you didn't accomplish and. Isn't it amazing, though, when you look at the names? You know, we didn't know these names in the summertime, or I didn't. Yep. Y'all probably did much better than I did. But you look around the world, this transfer portal, I mean, it's just the way <laughs> of the world. Yeah. We have a world, man, that, that you look at the teams, uh, you know, just the, the, the defensive backs for Arkansas. Yep. I didn't know who they were. But, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, they look, whenever, whenever you start to see some of the teams, when you get turnovers, uh, man, that that's a great habit now. You bet. And when you take the ball on offense, you take it away on defense, keep that habit going. But, man, you look around the country, Duke, no. Florida State. Yep. You look at these guys, they're new names. These names are they're pretty good. Let's, uh, speaking of, uh, obviously the story nationally is Deion Sanders and what they did uh, week one, uh, going to Fort Worth and beating TCU, a team that was a 21-point favorite and was in the national championship game last year. Where, where do you stand on, on what Deion's done over there and, and his style? And um, uh, 86 transfer guys there. It basically, he just cre- he brought in a whole new team. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like to just – you just say, okay, you guys are out. <laughs> yes. All you guys, put your name in the transfer portal. I got some guys coming in. And it's about, I guess he had, what, 70-something new players. But I tell you what you got to do. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him because nobody predicted that, guys. Yeah, Everybody yeah. said, 
TCU's going to just dominate them. There's no way Colorado's going to win. And you can tell by the first kickoff, the mindset that he has these guys in, there's, there's something about setting that tone where every single player, you know, there might have been a little doubt at the start of the game. But, boy, I tell you what, by that second quarter there wasn't any doubt. You know, because it, yeah. everybody was flying around. Yeah, Houston. The one thing that think they had th- their three best players were better than anybody TCU had. The, the obviously the quarterback, which is Deion's son, the, the uh, is it uh, Travis Hunter, who was the number one overall recruit. He you know he never came off the field on both sides of the ball. And then you had that freshman running back, who you know everybody had the angle on him. He just outran everybody. So you know he, Deion did that. Deion, you remember he said, "I'm a game changer. I was a game changer when I play." When you have exceptional athletes like that, if you just get a little bit of blocking and get those three guys out in space. Uh, and of course, they you know they, they didn't play as great a defense. You obviously gave him a lot of points, but it's going to be fun to watch this year. It'll be fun to watch, and but he has those playmakers, and and well, you can tell. Uh, you look, you look at this Dylan Edwards. This guy, yeah, it's him. Uh, and they thought they had two, you know, angles on this guy. He kind of hesitates a little bit, then hits that gear, like we're talking about with Felix. It, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch, but. TCU guys, I thought, and nothing taking not taking anything away from Colorado, but TCU for being a championship game last year, well, you could tell now they're 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 missing some pieces now. They're missing some pieces, so especially on defense. And I'm 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 curious to see how they how they how they keep going now in the, in the Big Twelve. Well, speaking about notable brands, you know LSU, who I think is still a great football team. They got whipped physically in the second half. Uh, FSU is back. Mike Norvell's done a good job there, and so you know everybody, you know, beating their chest. SEC, crap, you know ACC, <laughs> you know Florida State, and then you look what Duke did to, to Clemson. Man, it's uh, I you know it's just not the is is no as the norm. It's not going to be the norm this year. I think already we've seen it in week one. How about how about Pac twelve? They're like thirteen and oh. Yeah. They're one of their teams. Yeah. They're thirteen and oh. ACC's almost I think they maybe lost one or two. But uh no. Uh LSU's defensive line, I mean they they look really good. I, I, did y'all hear uh Coach Kelly in the pregame when he was mic'd up? Did y'all happen to hear that? Which which what, what uh, I heard some of it. I heard him talking to Norvell, but I didn't hear anything besides that. Oh, he was he was talking to another coach and he said, you know, we're gonna We've got to really manage the crowd with their partisan. Uh, they got more. I heard uh, that. To the, I, I'm thinking, well, manage the crowd. There's only one way you manage the crowd. You got to manage your team. And I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out exactly what he was trying to say before the game. But um, to me, Florida State was the much more physical football team, as you said, David. Well, that second or third quarter, boy, it was to me, it was Florida State. Now, Justin Krause used to work for us at Arkansas and Ole Miss. He's a recruiting coordinator. And he told me this summer, I think we got the best receivers in America. They can't stop us in practice. And now I see what he was talking about with the, with the young man that transferred from Michigan State. Yeah. The name Campbell something. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Bart went on the 50-50 balls. Uh, yep. He made everybody uh, <laughs> learn. This is my ball. It's not your ball. It's my ball. <laughs> He did. Uh, if, uh, you're listening to Houston Up, brought to you by Reed's Metals. Yeah, it's you know, th- you know, a lot of times we don't have these kind of big stories in week one, so that's why it was sort of exciting. And you're right, you know, you mentioned uh, Pac-12, uh, Oregon. I think won seventy to 
I mean, 71, and I mean, and they got that Bo Nix transfer from Auburn. And uh, did you see anything else in the SEC? Obviously, Florida already. They're already talking about maybe doing a Chad Morris and, uh, and buying out Billy Napier. How about that? That's week two. They they did not look good, uh, Houston. I mean, it almost reminds yeah. me of, of what Frank Broyles did in, uh, after the Citadel is that we can't afford to go any longer. We can't get by, we can't get behind the eight ball. We gotta, I got to make the move now. We're in the SEC. Uh, but I don't know. if Coach, does that voice trigger you in any way? <laughs> no question about it. Great job, baby. But, uh, yeah, what about those Gators? Really a horrible start for them too it, it, it's got to be one of the worst feelings if you're on a staff and you have to go back up there sunday if there's a there's a just a terrible feeling in your gut uh with the performance first performance and man you got a long way to go and now the, the here comes the noise and the noise is going to get very very loud until you there's only one cure and there's only one cure and it's, it's w-i-n oh and i don't I don't know. I don't know how you got a lot of lot of flaws, a lot of holes at different areas. So, my goodness, I just thought you were going to say cowbell. No, I said so. We got two things, Josh. We got to get. We got to get used to saying that uh, there's only one cure, and that's winning. And the other one, he said something about speed. Whatever, you, whatever you said about speed earlier, uh, which is exactly right. Hey, I was going to ask you, Houston. We haven't mentioned it yet, Roger. We saw this gentleman walking into Arkansas Urology uh, uh, about a month or two ago, but uh, former Arkansas Tech star uh, Eddie Metter. Uh, died at age 86 in Houston. He was a guy that was an all-star at Arkansas Tech and then was uh, was drafted in 1959, had 160 starts for the Rams, selected the Pro Bowl six times, uh, 46 interceptions, five of them returned for touchdowns. Uh, and I know they were trying their best to get him into the Hall of Fame yeah. and didn't get it done. But, you know, sometimes, Houston, you listen, you're from this, this state. You, you recognize and appreciate all the guys that went before us. I see guys like that. And, uh, you know, you just got to give it up. You know, they didn't have social media, didn't have all the TV stations and coverage. And yet here was a guy from little Arkansas Tech that goes to the, to the Rams and, and turns into a six-time uh, pro bowler. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. I love, hearing about, I love hearing about guys like that, you know, that, as you said, didn't quite have all the publicity, all the social media, but you, you know that they, they were players and, and were, were awesome athletes. Uh, yesterday, Houston, we had 1,300 people uh, <laughs> shattered the record of attendance for the Touchdown Club for Peyton Manning. Wow. He was so good. It was interesting. Uh, he, he, we, I made a joke with him on stage that I'd heard that when he came to Arkansas one time and signed a football, he signed it by Peyton Manning 4-0. And of course, you know what the 4-0 stood for. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Now you I do. so that was those were all Danny Ford teams, and uh, I made the mention ninety five his trip up to Fayetteville we threw for almost four hundred yards was his coming out party nationally. Then he goes to the ninety seven Roger. He talked about War Memorial. Yep. They were down, uh, and you had Clint and I think in that game in that 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 last game in ninety seven, and they had to score. They're down the fourth quarter twenty two seventeen. They're number five in the country. Uh, they do win it, uh, and then you come in the following year. But uh, man, what an impressive dude he is. Uh, uh, Houston, I don't know if you've spent much time around him, but man, he's uh, on all levels. He's he's just really a, an unbelievable person. He really is. You know, I had a chance to meet him, and uh, Eli, of course, lives in Oxford, has a home in Oxford, so I got to visit with Archie and, and Peyton. You know, a couple of summers. Sure. And you can tell now, Peyton, when when he was working out, sometimes he'd work out in the, uh, in that indoor. He was buttoned up. Now he he was focused. 
and he is uh, he's on top of the game now as far as uh, you know knowing uh, coverages, the blitz, the high people. He was always always just working and teaching and and especially trying to help little brother. Uh, you you know who the oldest brother was in that in that scenario <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> yeah, what a what a uh, what a family. Uh, uh, Walt Coleman joins us now, uh, Houston, and uh, say hey, hello, Houston. Walt. Walt, 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 how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Walt uh, g- gave a great story, Houston. That we brought, I didn't tell Peyton we were going to do this, but I said, hey, I got a little surprise. And so, you know, last year it was the having John Gruden on stage. Uh, uh, it, with uh, obviously with Walt and uh, having that—that's the first time I think y'all had seen each other in quite a while. And yeah. of course, that was you know the Tuck Rule Houston, and so that was great to see them on stage to, uh, together last year. They hugged it up, took pictures, and Gruden yeah. was very nice. But, yeah, he was real nice. <laughs> he <laughs> but, told me it was a fumble about twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but yesterday, you tell the story. That, tell Houston what you told uh, the crowd yesterday. Well, well Houston, uh, when I when I uh, retired. You know, over my 30 years in the NFL, I probably worked uh, 25,000 players, worked their games and so forth. When I retired, I got one congratulatory note about my retirement from a, a player. One. It was Peyton well, Manning. How about that? How about that? Wow. Yeah, so uh, so, awesome. so Walt came up I mean, with a handwritten. And you, had, you, had, you actually had the letter showed yeah. everybody. Well, I wanted to make sure everybody knew and, that. And I, I think that be... meant a lot to, to Peyton for you to say that, too, in front of everybody. Uh, yeah. I mean, that just that shows his upbringing, doesn't it, Houston? I'm, right, you know that's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, you, well, you know oh. the uh, uh, there is a section in the hall uh, in Canton, Houston, where it's uh, there's a list of only well, how many have done it? There's seven. There are only I, I said too many yesterday. There's yeah. only seven that have been that have been NFL referees for more than thirty years, and Walt Coleman's on that list. That is awesome. That's awesome. I remember Walt Danny. You betcha. Uh, it, it, you know, setting the tempo as far as officiating, man. He was he was awesome. So. Didn't surprise me the success that Walt, Walt had. Well, Houston spent a lot of time at our house, so uh, playing basketball. Yeah, that's and, right. That's right. And eating that's ice right. cream. And, the, and don't forget about them ice cream. <laughs> oh, Roger, could you imagine if you if you go over to the Coleman house, you know what you're getting. Absolutely. Open up that freezer and there's probably all kind of uh, treats in there. There's always dessert. Hey, hey, Bernie Cox, too. You know, I, I played with Walt's brother and Sherb and and – Bernie would have during two days would have served. We had to bring boxes over during two days of different assortments of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that, that was something that always happened. Is all oh, the ice cream would show up at Little Rock? Center. Oh my God! You know, maybe they need some ice cream over there now. Houston. Oh Lord, they, they got a new coach and str- struggled out of the gate game one, right? And, and that, game two, and game two too. Uh, much better. It's gonna it's, it's gonna take. Uh, I, I, at some point, to me, you know, Central's got to. I think if Central's back, you know, you do see, I think football is better in Central Arkansas because of what's happening. You look at Little Rock Christian, a lot of the private schools. And now you got the Bowling But also you got Parkview. The, yeah, the, the, Parkview the, the Bowling Brothers. Bowling's yeah, that's right. Not great job. Yeah, there, so, but. so, but, but I think Arkansas will be, be Arkansas will be a better football program in Fayetteville when the Little Rock schools continue yes. to, to produce athletes, which you know that used to. Oh, do I ever? Do I ever? No doubt about it. Um, all right, we'll let you go. Thanks to Reed Medals, and looking forward to, to seeing you going to the uh, U of A Hall of Honor this Friday night. And uh, make sure everybody, if you see Houston, yell at him and just say welcome to the game and enjoy that Houston. You know, it's uh, it's time for you to be able to do that. It's been yeah. it's way overdue. Yes, and I hope it's a perfect day for you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank y'all. Yeah, congratulations, right. Houston. Houston, uh, oh, there he is. Yes, thanks to Reed Medals. You yeah, know, how about that?